You're listening to The Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Gospel Project for Kids Leadership Training Podcast. I'm Delany and joined by my co-host Landry. And today we are going to talk about, on this episode, Unit 2, Session, I'm sorry, Unit 3, Session 2, Melchizedek Blessed Abraham. And that is found in Genesis chapter 14 and also in Hebrews 5 and 7. And so during this session or this lesson that we get to teach boys and girls, as you can tell by the title of it, Melchizedek Blessed Abraham, this may be a story that some of the boys and girls that you teach may have never heard before, or it may be one that they're not as familiar with. And so one of the big ideas, or the big idea for this session that we want boys and girls to learn is that Melchizedek provides a peek into the future of God's plans in some way. He, just as Melchizedek was a king and a priest who blessed Abraham, We know that Jesus is the perfect king and priest who blesses all who put their faith in him. And so, as we do in each episode, we want to make sure that we have time to talk about some of the activities and our resources that may need a little extra attention or maybe further detail for you as you prepare. And so, we're going to start with our preschool resources and I'll lead us off when we're talk, as we talk about our babies and toddlers. And so you'll notice the babies this week will be making gift art. And so one of the supplies that it calls for is adhesive bows. And so some of you may be thinking, what is an adhesive bow? And so I want you to think about the bows that have a backing on it where you would just peel it off and then stick it onto a type of gift, a gift box or a gift bag. A lot of times they come in larger bags, um, lots, probably 20 or 30 bows per bag. And especially this time of year, you'll be able to find them at stores in the Christmas section and all. And so this is going to be a fun activity for the babies to be able to stick onto, um, use the bows to stick on. But what you'll need to do as teacher too is to help remove that backing, peel back the backing, and then they'll be able to stick the bow. So just as you do with every activity with babies, being their hands-on and helping them and guiding them through that activity. Also with our toddlers, they're going to be making crown art. And so one of the supplies is you need colorful adhesive foam jewels. And so as we do with anything working with preschoolers, we want to remember to make sure the the supplies are not choking hazards. So make sure that the the adhesive foam jewels that you use are not choking hazards and that you closely supervise that activity as well. Now moving on to our older preschoolers, there is an activity called Remember God's Blessings. And so we want In this activity, we want you as teachers to be thinking ahead of time and be prepared with some suggestions to offer Um, for the boys and girls. This may be a little more difficult for them to think of, but we also want to give them the opportunities 
to come up and to think of God's blessings. And so you want to also remember that you're going to need to think and explain what a blessing is and then possibly giving them some examples. And something to think about too is, of course, a lot of times, especially children, may focus on the material blessings. And yes, we can be very grateful for those, but we also want to help them think of other blessings that maybe sometimes we take for granted, if you will, if it if the food that we eat or the shelter that we have or the ability, the the fact that we're able to gather together to come to church. And so help them focus on other blessings that aren't necessarily toys. And so this is a great opportunity to help them see how God blesses us in many ways. And so those are some of the activities I wanted to highlight with our preschoolers. And so Langendry, if you will share with our listeners what some of our kids are going to be doing this week. Sure. Well, there's really only a couple of activities that I think uh, merit some extra um, explanation. And one of those is in the Younger Kids uh, Leader Guide. The, the activity choice number two is called Lopsided Bop. Now, what does that sound like to you? But, lop, lop, lopsided Bop. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm eager to hear and find out. I do know that it calls for balloons. Uh, but Delaney, if you don't have a balloon, you can keep in mind that a non-latex inflatable ball, a.k.a. beach ball, can usually be substituted instead. Uh, in some cases, it might even make the activity a, a bit more challenging and fun. Because something like a beach ball would be like less uh, floaty, you know, less less right, apt to right. just kind of float uh, when bopped into the air. But it, it it shouldn't, you know, render an activity like this impossible. So if you don't have balloons or you'd rather not use balloons, uh, something like a, a beach ball or something like that would work. And then the other activity is that I want to mention is the older kids session starter option two. And it calls for uh, table tennis balls. And you know, while ago down there we were talking about table tennis balls can be expensive even at even at discount stores. Um, however, to make the activity really point to the point better and the big idea is uh, that You'll really need every every kid participating will need to have one uh, ball, um, and and so as you get in the activity, you'll see that that uh, again pointing to the to the big idea that they will need one ball for each of them. So you might want to be looking now and and see if you can find any table tennis balls on sale somewhere. Uh, and uh, but really, that's that's uh, the only two things that I think that require extra explanation. Uh, it's going to be a fun session. Um, you know, I just uh, working on saying the name Melchizedek is going to, you know, be sure you practice right. that. You know, that could be an activity all in itself mm, because it some of these kids, Melchizedek, you know, Melchizedek. I mean, Melchizedek. Melchizedek. learning to say that. 
And that's what some kids are going to enjoy just learning a new word too. I mean, of course, that's not all we want them to learn during right. the session, but they're going to enjoy that because it's something they haven't, they haven't heard before. Or not e exactly. And there's going to be other names in the Bible that sometimes they may get confused with Melchizedek. Can you think of a name? Melanie, uh, they might get confused with Melchizedek. Hmm. Let me think. What's one you're thinking of? I'm thinking about Mephibosheth. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That one too. Yes. Yes. So, uh, but uh, all that aside, it is important for children to understand that while these names may sound strange to them, they are real names and and um, they wouldn't have sounded strange to in Bible times. Oh, you know, one thing that kind of that that kind of excites me about this particular session is that Melchizedek. Well, you know what? I have run my limit of being able to pronounce that, so I'm probably not going to be able to say it again correctly. Let me try one more time. Melchizedek is a kind of a mysterious figure, and I don't expect kids, even preteens to really understand who he is. Uh, scholars don't even necessarily agree on who this mysterious person was. I mean, some may say he could have been an appearance of God in human form, or he could have been a mysterious man sent by God. But what we can help kids understand is that Whoever he was, wherever he came from, he was a king and a priest. Because that's what scripture refers to him as. And what's ex the exciting really about that is that in the New Testament, we see how Melchizedek points to Jesus. So, what's ex so really, to kind of sum up why this is an exciting session, is because it, it's a clear, um, there's a, a clear, connection of what's happening in Genesis where Melchizedek blesses Abraham and in Hebrews in the New Testament where the writer of Hebrews talks about Jesus as being the better Melchizedek. So a great connection to the gospel. Uh, again, I don't expect kids to understand it all. I don't understand it all. But we, it is, it is a, a another picture of how the entire Bible is the gospel. The entire Bible points to God's redemptive plan. It's a great word and an encouraging word too, Landry. And you know, as I think about exactly everything you were sharing about what excites you about this session, one other thing that I was thinking about too that excites me is especially teaching preschoolers, we get to be some of the first ones to explain things to them, to help them to understand. And just the term blessing, a lot of times, you know, they may hear, um, it's we need to bless our food or bless or God bless you, or they may hear that word, but not really understand what it means. And so this is an opportunity to also help kids, not just preschoolers, but especially preschoolers, to introduce a new word, new term 
for them to help them understand what it means to bless someone and what the word blessing means. And so I think this is going to be a fun session like all of our sessions are, but especially just because it is a story that some of the boys and girls more than likely are not as familiar with. And so, you know, sometimes when they're familiar with the story, we hear, I know that story, or I've heard that before, you know, which they still, we learn through repetition, but this is one that you'll probably hear less of that for this session. And so we, we want to thank you, our listeners. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And we hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.